And uh, right now, waiting on the line, we have uh, Hank Shankoff from the Democratic Party to tell us what the heck is going on. Hank Shankoff, what's going on? Well, look, I've worked in, uh, I don't know, 46 states, 700 campaigns all over the world, lots in the United States, worked for president. Um, what's going on? The world has lost its mind. Both parties are in very serious trouble. They're splintering. There's no center. And when things like that happen, people get hurt. Hank Shinkoff, has there ever been a situation in history, well, maybe before the raid, where you had the, and, you know, both parties, they didn't want their incumbent to run. You saw that CNN poll, 75% of Democrats don't want Biden to run. You got a lot of Republicans that didn't want Trump to run, but now it looks like this raid has united the GOP and has galvanized support behind him. What do you think? I think Trump gets a bump out of this by people who don't understand that if you have documents, potentially, that don't belong to you and you're going to sell them, you violate the emoluments clause and you also violate other laws. So when we know exactly what was in the search warrant and federal magistrates do not issue search warrants off the top of their heads, they list the place to be searched, the exact location and the exact items to be looked for. So this is not an accident. People have to stop lying to themselves about what occurred. The insurrection occurred. This occurred. It's wrong. He's wrong. Biden's out of, out of touch. And that's the end of it. We need new leadership in this country across the board. Ed Cox? (laughs) Hank, I agree with you completely. We often do agree, don't we? We often do, and that's the point. I mean, this is nuts. We can't have a country that's run in this way and hope that democracy will survive. The issue is the democratic system. You cannot have people playing games with its content and expect that somehow it will survive with the same content. You can't have what the Democrats passed the other day and call it a relief bill when, no offense, billionaires, no offense to anybody, get to keep uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, get to keep, get to pay cap gains on real income. You know, it's, it's just, and not put money into NYCHA. There's something wrong with this. You can't do these things. And when there will be an explosion, and we've had a couple of them so far, people should not be surprised. It just doesn't work. You can't do these things and expect it to function. Hank Shankoff. They want to hire 87,000 IRS agents. There's only a, Forbes says there's only a thousand, a thousand billionaires. So after you audit those thousand billionaires, what are the other 84,000 agents do? Who do they go after? Taxi cab drivers, uh, for not paying tips or what? John, 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 when they hire those 87,000 IRS agents, I'm going to redo my bar mitzvah, okay? That's not how it works in life. This is this is also nuttiness, you know. You can't keep this stuff up. Part of the extraordinary nature of American democracy is truth. Somehow in all of this, and, and the, the, the extraordinary historian uh, Timothy Snyder has written about it, saying the first, the first casualty of authoritarianism is truth. And Applebaum, another brilliant scholar on authoritarian behavior, said the same thing. And on, George Orwell wrote about it extensively. I mean, we're losing, we're, we're not understanding what is going on around us. And you don't have to go on the left to find that kind of thinking that democracy requires truth. It's certainly on the real right, the real conservatives, the people that I respected and did not agree with, but I respected their intellectual capacity. Hank, what we have here is something else. Hank, this is Vito Fasola. Uh, just a quick question to you. You've, you've clever and successful political consultant. In light of what's happening in Washington and the latest uh, bill that's passed, you know, the Senate, et cetera, if you were representing a Republican member of Congress or senator, what what would be your approach uh, these days going into November? Well, you know, again, look, I'd have to look at a poll in the district or in the state, a senator if it's a governor. But my hunch is I'd probably put a laugh track behind some of it, you know, because it doesn't make any sense. And it's not even the expenditures. You know, the traditional Democrat 
left to conservative right argument has been that we're spending too much money. That's not what's going on here. We're spending money on stupid things. We're giving people who don't deserve it breaks. Conservatives and Democrats would agree on that. So you can actually make jokes about this. You put a laugh track behind it. Or you just tell people how serious this is because government is creating chaos when that is not the function of government. And the chaos is creating Chaos, the, chaos and disorder, the chaos is creating disorder in our streets. One, one last question before, because we have to take a break. The control room is yelling at me. Uh, is We both live in Manhattan. Who are we going to vote for, Carolyn Maloney or uh, Jerry Nadler? They're both friends of ours. This is not even a question. You're going to vote for Carolyn Maloney. Jerry Nadler voted against moving the Israeli embassy, excuse me, embassy to Jerusalem. He, voted, he, he was uh, for the Obama soft sell. Control the Iranian terrorists agreement. Um, he's not. I, I just tell him alone. And, and, and he was on television saying without smiling, without laughing. He was on television the other night saying there is no border crisis. The man is the man needs to be replaced. And Carolyn Maloney built the Second Avenue subway, which he also claimed credit for, is one of the three most effective members of Congress, deserves all of our votes. Get out, tell your friends to vote for her. Okay, thank you so much, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. I hope so, John. All the best to everybody there. All the best. Thank you.